Welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice, where me, your host, Pastor David, helps you to use your voice for God's glory to speak up and speak out. Welcome, friends and family. Uh, Today is August the 10th, uh, 2021, and today I want to talk about, well, prophetic rebuke and correction now. Let me preface it and say, why do I think that I should be talking about it? Why do I think this is important? Well, you know, regardless of your views on the election, uh, who or who isn't our president, or if any, you know, whatever, uh, the, the, the point of fact is, I'm getting tongue-tied here, uh, is that there has been a lot of wrong um in the we'll just say prophetic i don't really like using that word because it's on the bible but for clarification i'll say prophetic in other words either those operating under the gift of prophecy or those who have been appointed to the office of prophet and by the way the, the, the two are well really 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 different um even though they share similarities but the bottom line is is that there have been um many out there who have set dates on the outcome of the election um specifically when uh president trump is going to get back into office and the problem with this is well there's a number of problems um is that well one is setting a date and then the date doesn't happen um so the, the date comes and goes and now another date is given that one comes and goes and another date is given now that's bad enough in and of itself um what's worse is not apologizing okay and continually moving the dates so not to apologize for missing it which You know what? Let me just make this clear that just because somebody misses it does not necessarily make them a false prophet. What does is, well, when they refuse to, when they miss it and they refuse to apologize publicly. In other words, when we say something publicly, we get it wrong then it is our duty and our responsibility to publicly apologize for it. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that, that's praiseworthy. But that's not what is happening. So, and then to compound um, the, the things of missing it and continually moving the date. So those two are terrible alone. However, to then pin the blame on people is completely going over the cliff. Oh, well, you know, it's the church's fault. Oh, you know what? You just weren't ready for it yet. Oh, you didn't pray enough. Oh, and then the list goes on. However, many of these so-called prophecies, there was nothing given that the saints, the church, the body had a part to play. It was just going to happen. But now it turns to blame shifting. And um, I'm, I'm reading from a bit from a, a post I did on Facebook. So you can find that post either on my official page, David C. McGuire on Facebook, 
or Restored to Life Church on Facebook. They're, they're posted both. And and um, it really, really bothers me, something I, I have mulled over and looked at Scripture for. So the start of this post or this prophetic rebuke and correction is from Jeremiah 23, 22. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my word or my people to hear my words, then they would have turned from the evil ways and from the evil and from the evil of their deeds. Now, why is this important? Um, because when we hear a true word from the Lord, the true word from the Lord always requires something of us. Okay, a true prophecy always requires something on our part. Now, where else would I find that at? Well, Jesus, speaking of his return, uh, says that you will not see me again until you say Baruch Haba Benai Adonai. Or I think I did. Baruch Haba. Anyway, uh, yeah. You will not, until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch Habab Bashem Adonai. There we go. That's that's the Hebrew. Baruch Habab Bashem Adonai. Until you say that. Until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the Lord, name of the Lord, you will not see me again. So clearly, even the return of Jesus, whenever that is, requires something on our part. Uh, we can go further where the fullness of the Gentiles, which means that every Gentile, uh, or in other words, non-Jewish person, has to get the opportunity to hear the gospel message, which has not happened yet, as there are societies where it is illegal for anybody um, to come into contact with. Okay, so that being said, uh, I'm going to continue uh, reading from what I posted and says, so I said if we go over the cliff, so if we, right, we, um, because I, I do um, have been called um, to be a prophet and the gift of prophecy, which you know, obviously goes hand in hand, but it says, if we, if we who either have the gift of prophecy or our prophets miss it, we must publicly apologize for what we said. Anything less means that someone has fallen into deep deception. Who's that someone? The person who missed it completely and refuses to apologize for it. Right? And let's see. From Jeremiah 23, 11 to 12. For both prophets and priests are profane. Indeed, in my house I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. Therefore, their way will be as slippery ways to them. They shall be driven into the darkness and fall in it. For I will bring disaster upon them even the year of their punishment. So clearly, why why, why are these people continuing on their slippery ways, on the slippery slope in our modern vernacular to not apologize, to continue to make excuses, to blame others, and just let's continue to, you know, move the markers. Why? Right here, Scripture tells us. So, so let's see, where else? Jeremiah 23, 21. The Lord never sent these prophets to prophesy anything about the dates well, I'm sorry. This is what I wrote. I'll get to the scripture. The Lord never sent these prophets to prophesy anything about the dates of the outcome of the past election. Yet they spoke and even worse, keep speaking. Now, how would I know that? Because they completely miss it. They keep missing it. They don't. Uh, and a lot of these people, the sad thing is, is that they had a track record, a great track record, a respectable track record of getting it right. But now it's the exact opposite. Now they have a track record 
of slippery ways and being in deep delusion. And, you know, why would I say that the Lord never sent them? Because the Lord says so in Jeremiah 23, 21. I had not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I had not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Jeremiah 23, 21. So I say here, furthermore, they are taking people's eyes off of Jesus and focusing them on trusting in man and in the institutions of man. How do I know that? Because I listen to them. I, I've read what they've had to say. I've read their, their social media post, and I see... Um, let me get back here. Let me see uh, where they're focusing on us. They're focusing our hope on who is president. They're focusing our on our hope who sits in the office instead of focusing our eyes on he who sits in the highest office. His name is King Jesus. This spirit of prophecy is the revelation of Jesus. Uh, in Revelation 19.10 not the revelation of Donald Trump not the revelation of Joe Biden not the revelation of who is president or who, or who isn't but the revelation of Jesus and we have now many have listened to these people and they their focus has completely gotten off of Jesus and completely onto what a man and the institution, in other words, when I say institution, the political office, the White House, federal government, now our focus is there instead of where it should be. And that, my friends, is a dangerous place to be, right? Here, here again, scripture, Jeremiah 23, 27, who plan to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell to their neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal says what it says right they're causing God's people to forget his name do we have a responsibility to discern what is good and right yes absolutely the Bible tells us so in Romans chapter 12 right to be able to discern what is the perfect and acceptable will of God however many people listening are inexperienced immature and young Christians and so they don't know any better so they're just searching after the truth they've fallen into following these people so yes now the responsibility is on those who have spoken falsely and refuse to repent it just is what it is um again um well here, here i say however i believe the lord is saying to his people and especially to his prophets that this is his who the lord's rebuke and instruction to us who's us all of us, all who are saved, regardless of what your belief is. Right here it is, uh, Jeremiah 23, 28. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell his dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord. So what does that even mean? What, you know, what would that look like? That means if the Lord speaks to us, if the Lord shows us something, and here's the kicker. If the Lord has given us release, if he has given us permission to go ahead and speak it as a prophecy, then we are to simply speak it. We are not to add our own interpretation to it. All right. We are not to expound upon it. We are not to fluff it up to make it 
more palatable for people. We are not to, you know, make it, you know, make it something where we can get more likes and subscribers and shares and followers and so on and so forth. No, we simply speak to, to the best of our ability, right? Obviously empowered by the Holy Spirit to people what he has said to us. That's it. We are to simply speak what the Lord shows us and tells us without adding to it. That's it. Just tell it like it is. You know, those who have ears to hear and hearts to receive will understand it. And those who do not simply will not. But it is not up to us to give explanations. All right. It is not up to us to explain the Lord and, you know, oh, well, we're going to go deep, dive deep and unpack. No. Go read. The, how do I know that? Why? Because I study the prophets in the Bible. And they never once went in the, this this grandiose explanation of what the Lord uh, wanted or what he was going to do and so on and so forth. They simply spoke it. Right? We, we see time and again. Right? The word of the Lord came to you know Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to Amos. The word of the Lord came to Zechariah. Right? And he penned it down and now it's there for eternity. It is what it is. You know, we can accept it, we can reject it, but it still doesn't change the fact that it is what it is. The Lord spoke it. Now it's for all to see. So let's stop trying to explain. Let's stop. I, I believe that many have fallen into the trap of fame. You know, now people are following or 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 the trap of say Facebook analytics, right? It'll tell you uh, how now and now they've gone so far because I'm looking at my post right now. Um, it'll it'll tell you like distribution score. It'll tell you how many engagements. It'll tell you how many people reached. Um, you can find all sorts of things. It'll tell you, okay, people reached. For instance, I'm looking at my Facebook page. Okay, re people reached gives me the number, gives me the uh, percentage up or down. In other words, has it gone up? Or has overall, um, you know, percentages gone down for people reach, post engagements, likes, and all that. So I believe that many people have unfortunately fallen into that trap. Like the litmus test is now numbers. When when we look, look at the Bible, it's never been a numbers game. It's always been about simply speaking the word of the Lord. And with that, we're going to take a break for an ad. All right, welcome back. Uh, so glad you know you're joining me and sticking with me and you know let me just say that I, that the things that I'm saying today it's not hatred I don't hate anybody I'm not against any one person um, what what I'm speaking is what I believe that the Lord had laid on my heart to speak and I'm saying it for the purposes of redemption I'm saying it for for the purposes of following the truth not my truth not somebody else's truth Jesus right he said thy word is truth Okay, that's that's the whole purpose of it. Um, I haven't really had a release to uh, name names. Um, if the Lord tells me to, I will. If He doesn't, then I don't. But let's continue on. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going off of something I posted on Facebook uh, under under my page, David C. McGuire. Uh, so go there and you can read it for yourself. Um, that's that's where I posted it at. Um, anyway. So we're talking about the prophets and them missing it and so on and so forth, right? Uh, 
how it's not up to us to give explanation. I believe many have fallen into the trap of a numbers game. Right? But, you know, there's a danger when we try to give explanations for it. Right? The word of the Lord gives will be eventually, it will be lost in interpretation if we try to do that. And I believe the Lord is telling us to speak only what we hear. So you people have the gift of prophecy or maybe you're listening to your prophet. Um, not to speak off of what others say. See, that's a trap we can fall into. We can we can follow after other people's prophetic words. We can follow uh, the Elijah's list. And, you know, I mean, countless prophecies, if you will. Um, and I don't believe the majority of them are, are posted every day. We can, we can follow um, Spirit Fuel. We can even just read... Uh, from other people what they say and then we get into the trap that we believe we've been given a word but it's just that we saw something we read what somebody posted a word published a video an audio you name it and and then all of a sudden we take it as our own and now it's soul soulish prophecy not real prophecy obviously um, and then now we think it's our word and well, we didn't get it right because now we're going off of what everybody else is saying. Never, ever in any way, shape or form, whether it's preaching, teaching, prophesying, a good idea. So I believe that the Lord is telling us to only speak what we hear, not to speak off of what others say. And if we do not hear from the Lord ourselves personally, not somebody telling us something, not somebody else having a dream or anything, then we are simply not to speak it. Simply, we are to shut up. If the Lord didn't tell you, you don't speak it. And the Lord hates that. Because here in Jeremiah 23, uh, he says, See, therefore, I'm against the prophets who says the Lord, who steal my words from each from his neighbor. See, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say the Lord says. Now, which I find interesting throughout this whole chapter is that the Lord still refers to them as prophets. I just, I, I find that inc incredibly interesting. So, bottom line, people, let us hold fast to what the Lord speaks to each of us personally and quit seeking platforms and status. That we, we, we have to know that the word of the Lord, that the word that the Lord speaks to each one of us personally is enough. Who cares what so-and-so says over there and, and, you know, this person over there and what council they may or may not be on and how many books they've published and, and anyway, so on and so forth. That's it. The word of the Lord is enough. Let, let's take it and say, you know what? If you speak to me, Lord, and show me something, great. If you don't, you know what? Great, because you're still Lord. And I just want a relationship with you. Because bottom line, look, once again, scripture, Jeremiah 20 through 29. Is not my word like fire? says the Lord, like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. Amen. And that's wonderful. The word of the Lord is enough. Well, first of all, the written word. Let's stop depending upon quote unquote prophecies. Okay. I'm not going to use the word prophetic words. I hate that. I hate that term. It's not in the Bible. Prophecy. Okay. Prophecy. Yes, it's foretelling, but it is also forthtelling. Let the word of the Lord be enough for you. Hey, look, 
you say, oh, I need a word from the Lord, brother. Okay, there's 66 books in the Bible with words from the Lord. Let's let's pass all things to the test of Scripture, please. And you say, well, brother, oh, well, Trump isn't in the Bible. The United States, and yeah, I understand that. But we can pass it through the test of Scripture. Does it point more to Jesus or more to a man in office, in an institution, what have you? Who and what does it point to? And also, does it come to pass in any way, shape, or form or not? For instance, giving dates. Hasn't happened. No date that has been given when it's saying, you know, if or when Trump is going to get back in office has not been given or has not come to pass. The dates keep getting shifted. Well, then they're wrong. And you know, well, brother, you sound like you're, high, you're on a high horse or something. No, I'm not. I've had to publicly apologize for, for getting things wrong, beliefs wrong, even where I partially missed a prophetic word. I had to apologize for it. It is what it is called humility. Apologizing repentance is not a bad thing, regardless of what other people may say or think. Who cares? Care more what Jesus thinks. Care more about what Jesus has to say. Care more about the heart of the Father. If we do that, we'll be less liable to break the Father's heart. I don't want to break my Father's heart. I really, really, really don't want to do that. Um, I'm a dad. I'm an earthly dad. And, you know, sometimes my kids break my heart. And it hurts. And I can't, and I can only imagine how much more may hurt my father in heaven, your father in heaven, our father in heaven, when we just run after everything else but his heart. Let's focus on the father's heart, my friends. Let's, let's do that and we'll be less likely to be led astray. We'll be less likely to go astray ourselves. And we'll be a whole heck of a lot more likely to point to people to Jesus isn't that what we're supposed to do regardless of gift and calling anyways is to point people to Jesus to bring people closer to Jesus that at the end of the day should be our focus not platforms likes followers subscribers you know I'll tell you right off the bat I'm not looking for followers I'm looking for followers of Jesus okay I'm not looking for likes because I'm not looking for friends. I'm looking to stay a friend of Jesus. And that's where your, your focus should be as well. Whom do you love? Whom is your heart towards? Can't ask it. I can't answer that for you. But my challenge to you is please, by all means, please. Take this before the Lord. Be willing to repent. Be willing to be examined by the Holy Spirit. And believe me, my friends, you will not regret it. So, with that being said, uh, go. I would love to hear from you. Like, literally hear from you, not just e not email me. Um, I want to hear from you. Leave a voice message. The link is there. It'll take you to anchor.fm and uh, you will... Just click that message button, record a voice message. I'll get it. I will feature it. And I will address it. Whatever comment, question, 
prayer request, what have you. All right. Yes, but you know, other than that, yeah, you can email me for prayer requests. You can email me for anything. Uh, really, just know that um, if you're going to ask silly things, I'm not going to answer back. Just putting that out there. Uh, anyway, so with that, God bless all of you. Love you all. Jesus loves you too. So that's it for this episode of Restoring, Restoring Your Voice with your host, Pastor David. And saying, God bless you. Get out there and be the kingdom.